Welcome to the Fed Heads, a weekly podcast from Grant Thornton Public Sector. Join the Fed Heads each week as Robert Shea and a celebrity guest host talk about the arcana of government management and the people who are working hard every day to improve it. Welcome to episode 200 of the Fed Heads. And I couldn't be more pleased to be joined by Kelly Morrison again for this week's episode. So pleased to be here. Congratulations on those 200 episodes. We've reserved episode 200 for Fedhead's favorite guest, or the only one we could get. (laughs) Not true. Favorite guest for sure. FSA's Katie Malay. Katie, thanks for joining us. Robert, great to be back. Kelly, so nice to meet you. Likewise. So the last time we talked to you, you were a muckety-muck at the Partnership for Public Service. Now you're running federal student aid. Tell us what you're doing and how that's going. Thank you, Robert. I'd love to. So I am at federal student aid, which per the name of the agency helps students uh, gain access to college. It really helps people fulfill their dreams by advancing their education. We are the largest principal office in the U.S. Department of Education and a performance-based organization, which I suspect is of interest to Robert. And for me, I get to work on management issues as a deputy chief operating officer for strategic measures and outcomes, which is a division that oversees performance management, strategy, risk management, data analytics, and operational improvements. So I really get to draw on some of my past experiences at the Partnership for Public Service, at OMB, and at Treasury, and apply it in the education field, which is of great interest to me. Oh, I love it. So many questions that we have for you. And I'll start by sharing that I am thrilled that I recently paid off all of my student loans. Congratulations. Major milestone. <laughs> Major so milestone. Is so is Katie. <laughs> um, so you talk a lot about the, the outcomes. And one of the initiatives that we're seeing a lot more of with this administration is customer experience and user Mm -hmm. experience. So can you share more with us about what you're doing around customer experience and also how that ties in with the measurement of outcomes? Indeed, so central to FSA's mission is operations and the way we manage loans and work closely with institutions of higher education, but also customer service. We need to make loans more accessible We need to foster equity. We're trying to help people understand the process so that they can apply and successfully then go on to college. So the customer service element, the customer experience element is really a thread through the work we do. It's from the very beginning when someone is filling out the free application for federal student aid to the time when we're helping them. Sorry, what's that? FAFSA, just saying FAFSA. FAFSA. Thank you for the abbreviation. More people know it that way, I suspect. Also customer experience when we're helping people manage their loans and and stay out of issues like delinquency and default. And then to things like loan forgiveness. You may have heard recently about the public service loan forgiveness program where individuals who have entered into the program served in a public service role for 10 years can then achieve loan forgiveness. That's life changing. That is really something that can Uh, alter the career path of individuals who've really chosen these important roles in government and in other public sector entities. So really customer experience is a thread through everything FSA does. 
I love that you picked up on outcomes. FSA is one of the few performance-based organizations in the government. Outcomes, performance, you know, you're checking a lot of boxes for me, Katie. So Evidence-based evaluation is next. Yeah, that's perfect. So tell us how that's different from garden variety agency in the federal government. So performance-based organization or a PBO is a discrete entity that can measure its work more clearly than some other agencies. And so, as you noted, there are only a few in the federal government. There are three. FSA is one of them. FAA and PTO are the others. And you can see the thread across those three agencies is measurable outcomes, being able to set goals and mark progress toward those goals. So a PBO is essentially defined by its ability to achieve uh, outcomes and accountability for those outcomes in exchange for flexibility around management uh, processes and work. Give me some ideas of those flexibilities you enjoy. So for example, FSA has accepted service positions, so we're able to have some hiring flexibilities. That's uh, one of the examples that's often at the forefront because it allows us to reach a broader talent set than we may otherwise. I love it. I know that Robert is going to want to hear more about evidence-based policy and (laughs) outcomes, but before we go there, what are some of the things that you're doing that you're excited about or excited that the organization is doing? Well, that's great. Thank you. Well, we are developing a new strategic plan, and I love that, being able to look ahead while we do the important day-to-day work. And so we hope to publish one in the fall. And we're working across FSA to identify the key issues and areas that we could uh, add to the plan. And I think today is just such a different moment than it was two years ago in the globe. And so we have to reflect this point in time while we also reflect the evergreen important work that FSA does. So it occurs to me, you know, you mentioned public service loan forgiveness program. That's sort of a bridge of your or a thread in your career. Right? You get to help manage a program that's promoting public service. But it also occurs to me you've been in and out of government, private sector, not-for-profit. I'm wondering if there may be an issue holding down a job. Wow, Robert. <laughs> but do that's you, bold. Do Has you, my mother called you? <laughs> do, you do you have any perspectives on, on these various positions? And um, you know how does where you are compare to where you've been? What are some of the lessons you've learned that are help you be more successful here than you may have been in the past. Not that you haven't yeah. been, I'm not judging. You're insinuating that she I has am. not been. Absolutely not. <laughs> She's one of our favorite people. She's one of my favorite people. I'm going to take what I think he means and try to answer the oh, question. It was meant God. as a compliment. Thank God for a I good guest. I have been so fortunate in, in my career overall. And to have this range of opportunities going in and out of government to experience these different things. So the years back, many years ago, I was with Accenture, the management consulting company. Way to drop and actually a spent several, uh-huh. <laughs> And actually spent several years at federal student aid as a contractor. So I have federal student aid uh, in my history. I've had the opportunity to go to the Partnership for Public Service, a great organization that focuses on management issues, and then to be on the management side of OMB and the Deputy Performance Improvement Officer at Treasury. I think those have all culminated in some way in this role for me. I get to work on the management issues that I love and that not everyone enjoys, and so there is this little niche group of us that get a kick out of being able to do this day in, day out, and it taps into my interest in education. I actually have two degrees in education myself. I went to undergrad for teaching, 
I went to graduate school for education policy and administration. And I just, when I think about the mission of federal student aid and the opportunities it makes available to people in our country, you know, on a personal note, I think about my family. My grandfathers both got to fifth grade, and then my parents both got their master's degrees. And that is all it just opening doors for the kids that they've had. Now, the joke in our family now, I'm the youngest of four siblings. I'm now the only one who doesn't have a doctoral level degree. So uh, I've had some fun conversations with my mom about they that. They haven't been on FedHeads. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't record the 200th episode of FedHeads. We're but sending you a certificate, me, right? We're sending you a certificate right now with a, with a for me, gown. For working, me, working at Federal Student Aid is just such a perfect blend of my personal and professional interest and get to, man, to work on management issues in this particular agency at this point in time is just exceptional. Oh, I love that. And you're in great company. As you know, Robert is also um, loves management issues, and, and I do as well. I was also at OMB on the management side. So another question, as you think about the strategic issues in the year ahead, in the years ahead, what is one that stands out for you and the team? I think for us in this moment, we're thinking about workforce and workplace jointly. Now, of course, workforce, top line in the president's management agenda, also just central to any effective organization in any industry. And I've certainly seen that to Robert's question about having experienced the public, private and nonprofit sectors, having good people who are excited about what they do and engaged in the work makes for a more productive and successful organization. Also in this moment in time, the workplace is changing. I mean, two years ago, we all shifted gears dramatically. And I'd say looking back, it's one thing to have everyone in the office and it's one thing to have everyone working remotely. But now we're moving into a hybrid environment. And to me, that adds layers of complexity that we need to attend to. And so I'm hopeful, you know, education has a very flexible and forward thinking telework policy that is helping people work remotely. I think FSA and education can be models for the federal government in terms of how to do that. And so that's an issue that we may not have looked at the same way a year or two ago. But now as we look ahead to the next few years, we have to be thinking about the workforce and its success in this new workplace environment that has folks almost anywhere that they need to be at a given time. And that that involves equity issues and inclusion issues, productivity issues, technology issues to be sure people can access meetings and materials. So I'm excited about that because I think it's a real new opportunity for the federal government more generally, and particularly the agency in which I work. It's really interesting. We're all grappling with the same challenges. As you know, the administration, one of the, one of the major priorities is diversity, equity, and inclusion and accessibility. I often have to tell people that it's not just focused on internal diversity, but how programs are designed and administered to ensure we're meeting people where they are, serving traditionally underserved communities. Can you talk about how those initiatives are impacting FSA? I, I think about the FAFSA again, the need to reach a broader audience of individuals who may be uh, interested in a college opportunity, but may not have the financial means. And so the greater extent that we can expand accessibility to these programs is an issue around equity, that we can try to reach communities that may not 
you know, have had families like mine, the good fortune where I had a path ahead of me of what it might look like for someone to go to college. So first generation college students don't know necessarily how to access the opportunities that would lead them to a college opportunity. And so we can help with that. So I think communications, trying to reach out to high schools to try to help in various uh, areas. So those issues in terms of expanding access, I think are critical to equity. Well, you're tremendous to spend this bicentennial with us. And what a pleasure. You've reached I'm the, honored. You've reached the position of our favorite guest. And Thank you. Well, that's a rigorous ranking, so well, I'm, I'm grateful. that. Now, is there, is there like a, a jacket or something I get? Uh, uh, a certificate. A, a certificate, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There, no, there's a tchotchke in there in your future somehow. <laughs> and more importantly, we'll look forward to uh, having you on again when you land in your next job. <laughs> Robert, you're going to get me in trouble. Thanks for being with us. Have a great day. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, Kelly. Thank it's great you. to join you. Thanks for listening to The Fed Heads, brought to you by Grant Thornton Public Sector. We'd love to hear from you. Connect with us on Twitter at GT Public Sector to join the conversation. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes. 